um, summer. <laughs> I mean, True. it is beautiful out. I usually love the snow this time of the year, but you can't complain when it's 50 degrees out. It's no, sunny. That's right. Julia, it is going to be so wonderful this year to have had like just a four-month winter instead of a six-month winter. I, I am for this. I agree 100%. Uh, remember how long it got last oh, year? Oh, yeah. And I went away. It was long because it went on. It started in October and went like through April. I was well aware. <laughs> you kept talking about how sunny and nice it was. Like I'm like, ah. <laughs> but oh, anyway, good for oh, you. Yeah. And Grant, Somebody I Grant. saw every little golf course around the metro area that could open, open oh. and sold out, and could have sold out even more. Oh yeah, they will be packed until they can get the last tee time out because they will have to base it on daylight. That's yeah. it. Yeah, you can usually get in your last tee times usually around if you want to get in nine holes. Around maybe two o'clock with the sun setting at four thirty, you can get nine holes in still. Okay. Yeah. The um, I played pickleball this morning, and a couple of the gals were outside? playing. Outside? No, inside. Okay. But people were playing outside this afternoon. But so many of the places, the nets are down. Oh yeah. Uh, so you, you know, course. you can't you can't do it. But I'm telling you, typically we are not playing outside no. tennis and pickleball and other basketball thing. Anything in on December seventh, which. By the way, uh, happy Hanukkah to people yes. who celebrate. Yes. Have a wonderful, yes. love-filled eight days. And I don't know why I'm so ditzy that I've never put this together. Maybe it's because my dad is gone and I've had his first birthday without him. But I realized today, December 7th, 1942, and I see 82 years ago, Pearl Harbor Day. And my dad was born on December 2nd, 1942. And I'm like... My mom and dad are the same age as Pearl Harbor. Isn't that weird? I never. That's weird. Yeah. Like, I've always known that they were, but I never have like, like, maybe because, well, they're, they were both. I mean, you just with, don't. You just don't. Yeah. And then today I was like, my dad would have been 82 last Saturday. Right. And Pearl Harbor, that's 82 years ago that wow. that happened. You know, think about it, that like the. Babies that were born Pearl Harbor year are all 82 now. So imagine how old the people who served <laughs> mm-hmm. in the war. Yeah. And the Arizona is still spurting up oil. oil. That's something in, to go see. Har- you know, I went once and then the second time I went back there with the boys, um, <laughs> I decided not to go that day. Because you'd seen it once. Right. And I think they, are, they still are like, because I think they went on a tour. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. like. A long one. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, wow. Yeah, you wah. can do a tour. You can do your self-guided yeah. thing. I did self-guided back in the day when I lived there. Same. Yeah, which is plenty. Yeah. It's fun. because I, But I do like hearing the stories and everything. It's incredible. And I don't know that that was available back in the day. Probably and not. I love back in the day because it's so different depending right. on day. You're right. even talking about it. It right. could have been Sunday for crying out loud. Okay, so um, here's the deal. You and I, Grant, we've been talking about, okay, what are we going to buy these presents for men in our life seem to be harder than women. This is the one that vexes us. This, it really does. And so um, last night I was just looking for different ideas. You came in one, one with diff- today with kind of a different idea. I asked the boys at bowling. Which is because a- they're men. Lori, wait a second. Listen to that sentence. But we want your ideas. Yeah. If you have any fun, you know, gift ideas that are kind of off the beaten path that might be different, because it's really hard buying for men and boys. It is. Yeah. But you said, give us a buzz at 651-641-107. You just said, I was bowling with the boys, and I asked the boys what to get for men. For men. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Well, the boys just being the collective, Jeremy and Joe on our bowling team, and the guys bowling next to us. I was like, 
What would you, what would delight you? Yes. If your partner, your husband, your wife, whoever would buy you some, what would delight? Because Casey has said to me, she said, you're going to love what I got. Oh, you. that's even worse. That's and, so much pressure. And last year, he gave me a beautiful ring on the 10th day of Christmas. Remember that? Like, I mean, just out of the blue, this beautiful. Uh, so he's always delighting me. I rarely delight him with the present. I, I'll tell you a <laughs> present that I got him a couple years ago that cost me $25 on Amazon. His little mobile Bluetooth speaker. I remember that. He yeah. Loves it. I mean, who doesn't love a Bluetooth speaker? Yeah, that's yeah. that's an idea. And mm-hmm. he uses it for when he Pelotons because mm-hmm. he likes to just listen to books. Perfect. Right. Grant, were you going to say something? No, I just said that's a perfect gift. I'm going to grab the phones right now because we've yeah. got a couple people calling in. Okay, yeah. so I so I thought I had the perfect gift for one of my boys. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I was so delighted. I was all done on Black Friday. I'm like, yeah. yes, I don't have to deal with this. And then I know it's not going to work. Yeah, okay. And so it's the dread of starting all over again. Mm-hmm. And um, some different ideas. Like, your, your person at bowling kind of gave you ideas. Why not think of, like, Casey, like, the portable speaker... Other people are liking, um, actually, the funniest, I can't even say it because I would say it out loud and I'd be spoiling the present that we might be getting our kids and your husband. Oh, all so right. So I can't even say that sentence, so I'm like, nope, check, check, check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a Knowing guy, they're not listening right now, but, you know, yeah. I hate to give it away. A guy did tell me that his wife bought him an Apple Watch oh. that he never would have bought for his birthday, and he said, and I love that thing. I never wanted mine, Lori, yeah. and I got it about... Three or four years ago. Yeah. And um, never yeah. wanted it because I had all those pretty watches with some diamonds right. in them. And I had, I was a watch girl. Yes. And so then I get it and I'm, it never comes off. And like it's starting to lose its charging powers. You know, I wear it every day. Yeah. This thing is addicting. What about, is there an Android version of it? Don't. Just get uh, the no, Apple. No, no, I'm just wondering for someone who's an Android phone. Sure. Is there a smart sure. like, thing? I'm just, I, yeah, yeah, I was just. Sure. I would go if you're buying, like, if you have the person in your life is already an Apple person, they should be able to adapt to the Apple Watch. It, your it, mom did it. You, you don't even have to be an Apple person. Okay. It's just the sweetest thing. And really, people just, from a fitness standpoint, it is so much fun to see your progress. That's really, I mean, I know people can call me. Yeah. on it and stuff but i turn everything off all right i turn off messaging i don't option. i don't want to know all that kind of stuff um okay we have lynn lynn you're on my talk 1071 what kind of ideas do you have hi lynn oh hi i'm sorry that's okay I, they sell a stocking cap with a headlight on it and bluetooth also so oh. for running outside sports fishing anything oh. anywhere. where did you get that it's on Amazon, like 20 bucks. Okay, probably. And if people are buying local, you know, you could go to Menards. You could go to Shields. You could go to... Because I did this Correct. last year. I bought um, beanie hats for my kids oh, with the, the light. light on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now they have Bluetooth with the light. Oh, wow. that's so a really good idea. That's what I thought. That's there a very good one. Thank you for the idea. And I'm telling you right now, I don't know if you've been reading some of the stories, depending on what part of the city you live in. Light Overhead lighting in our cities become difficult to maintain. And um, it's so dark. I got lost going home last night because I took a different turn. I could not read the street names or anything. And I kind of need an eye exam. No, <laughs> I had on my glasses, but I couldn't see. And I'm like, if someone was walking their dog or anything, oh, my gosh, it's dark. All right. Who do we have? Amy. Amy, Amy, you're on my talk. Do you have some gift ideas for us? Uh, yes. Okay. The 
the Samsung um, watch, the Gear S5, I think I, I'm wearing it. Okay. Um, it's fabulous. It's a standalone, so it's got its own phone number. Oh. I don't need a phone. <laughs> I can just talk on my watch. Right. It's awesome. Okay, that's really kind of funny that your watch has its own phone number. And those Samsung ones are compatible with iPhones yeah. as well. That's what so, they got. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't have... Yeah, that's the nice thing. Yeah, and it's nice because I don't need a phone with me. I, you know, I mountain bike a lot, so right. I'm in the woods, uh, you know, and I fall or crash. It has fall detection, and it immediately calls my husband in 911. Oh, that's oh, wow. awesome. Right. I love that. All right. Thank you yeah. for, thanks, Amy, for the call. We're just checking out some gift ideas that are off the beaten track. Um, we have Kathleen with us. Kathleen, what are your ideas for the holidays? Hi, mine is for young toddlers, if that's okay. If, yes, if of course. In this. Okay. A box of masking tape, electrical tape, clothespins, strings, and pom-poms, and see what they build. <laughs> You know what's so funny about that? Okay, so one my youngest just it's had a true. birthday. They do like building. Don't they, they do, and there's a scene in Fargo that is using electrical tape, oh, masking yeah, yeah. tape, pom poms. But my son said to me, "I all I re- really remember my favorite thing about our birthdays, mom, was the clothespin game or the cotton ball game, where they'd be on the back of a <laughs> yeah. chair. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, that's what yep. they remember yeah, the most." Yeah. You know, we'd have yep. Barney, Winnie the Pooh, and all these other things, but they remember the clothespin game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, a great my, one. My son would uh, tape um, a chair and have, like, three feet of tape going to the countertop, <laughs> and uh, he would just have laughed. And I'm going to brag, he's in electrical engineering. Oh! <laughs> you started him out, and That's I'm thinking right. on the tape, if you had wide tape to the chair, you could have little Hot Wheel tracks. Right. There you go. I know. Thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody, for their ideas. You know, I was going down the club route, like wine of the month, steak of the month. Yeah. You would not believe. How many clubs? Uh, this is the one that I thought was the funniest. It's called D-O-U-G-H-P, and it was on Shark Tank. And it is a subscription-based, low-sugar, no-egg-free cookie dough of the month subscription oh, and they wow. were on they were on shark tank That's awesome. and i was like who's gonna do that and they have you know books they have sushi um there's a candy one coffee the subscription boxes i kind of think would be kind of fun because something would show you know something would show up mm-hmm. every month Love all right there we go ideas are us thanks everybody for helping us out there we're going to take a break you know later in our show today We've got two more days to try to win the tickets to the Chris Stapleton concert on April 6th at U.S. Bank Stadium before they go on sale this Friday. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. To benefit the family staying at the Ronald McDonald House. We've set up over 20 drop-off locations where you can bring a gift for the kids, and many of those places will be hosting a live Santa Stop broadcast over the next few weeks. Saturday, the shop girls will be at the Science Museum of Minnesota. Then next week, we have a live one four days in a row. Monday, we'll do our show at Popcorn in Minnetonka. Then Jason and Alexis at Voyage Healthcare in Crystal. Bradley and Dawn at Woofington in Wyzetta. And LoJ at Hammernicks in Hudson. Plenty of opportunities to help out these families that are going through the medical fight of their lives and far from home for the holidays. A schedule of all the Santa Stop live shows, a button to make a cash donation, plus the kids' wish list can be found at mytalk1071.com. 
Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law, dishing about divorce. Ann, do you need a reason to file for a divorce? In the state of Minnesota, you don't need a reason. Minnesota is referred to as a no-fault divorce state. So again, real simple, you don't need a reason. There's language we have in our state statute that says an irretrievable breakdown of the marriage relationship. We simply put that in your initial paperwork. So back in the day, people had to have a reason and the judge would decide whether or not they would grant the divorce, so whether it was abandonment or adultery or something like that, those things don't matter anymore. But what about cheating? You know, the reality is the courts don't care. It doesn't matter. It has no bearing under our laws. And in fact, sometimes people think they're going to get something out of it because the other side cheated, and that's just not the case. Not having to deal with this in an already very difficult divorce process actually makes the whole thing much easier and a little more streamlined. For a free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Are we going to just, we, we have a little gossip catch-up, a little gossip roundup. Yeah. <laughs> the other day when we were at Creative Hair Expressions in Hastings, you know, that was uh, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach had their, I believe it's called Amy and TJ is with the podcast. Yes. They had divulged, you know, all of their news about, you know, how much everyone has wrong the start of their love affair, which when they did their podcast, when it dropped, it was one year to the day that the Daily Mail had published the photos of them. Him squeezing her fanny, patting her butt in the back of a trunk in the woods. Yeah, they were at some mm-hmm. resort that they both had lied to their spouses about, about who they were going <laughs> with. And um, so, the, you know, an, an interesting date to commemorate, you mm-hmm. know, the day they both lo- blew up their lives, mm-hmm. so to speak. And... um Anyway, so they have this, and they're trending. They're trending for all the wrong reasons, but people are talking, Amy and TJ, Amy mm-hmm. and TJ. People are listening to it, can't believe the stuff they're saying. That they're, if To me, they came off, I would have counseled them to be honest about the fact that relationships are messy. Every single day, People leave marriages and relationships under shady circumstances. Happens all the time. Yeah. And everybody knows somebody that's been involved in that. There, you know, that that's that's just the way life is. And to me, their show would have been so much more powerful if, if they, they just would have been real about it. Real about it and not doing all this rewriting of history and sitting in a beige hotel room. Uh, with very bad editing, and they he were. and he's know, actually yeah. sipping tea with the tea bag out of it. This is how much they want us to know they're spilling their tea. <laughs> and I will, and I'll just say this because they're out of jobs. Okay, so they iHeartRadio hired them. You know that's who's hosting their thing. They're out of jobs. They had big, big jobs. And, and do you know how much they got? The rumor is that they got. Paid for this podcast, which we don't know if it's weekly. Is it weekly? They is didn't it ever bi- tell weekly? Us. We don't know anything. Fifty grand. Total? Oh, fifty grand 50. a piece or total? Oh, that's really so. These guys that need money, and oh. so 
there's wow. so many other interesting angles because they're both journalists. They're both smart people. They could have uncovered yeah. stories you didn't think you needed to know about. But yeah. let's talk about this person over in this corner of the world. Yeah, just telling everyone how they, they wanted to die and they were well on their way to breaking up with their spouses. Amy's uh, timeline is probably more realistic than TJ yes. because he just was a cheater. cheater Hers is. Needs. Hers is believable. It's him. She has done everything, everything for him. For him. So, like five hours, maybe six hours after their podcast airs, we find out, you know, the middle finger revenge being served up over at page six. They've confirmed with multiple sources that Amy's ex, Andrew Shu, uh, is dating TJ Holmes's ex, My- Marley Feibig. And that they're dating and they've been dating for six or for six months and no one knew about it, but. They let their friends and their reps, you know, whatever, however it happened that multiple sources confirmed and blew Amy and TJ out of the water. And all of a sudden, the Shania Twain effect is being gossiped about. And and that is just swapping partners. Basically. Swapping your, yeah, yep. falling in love with the partner of the person that your person cheated on. Yes, with. yes. And um, so here's the headline today. TJ Holmes, Amy Robach. Fuming that exes shocked everybody with their romance news and bumped them, overshadowed their new podcast, which to me, I think they should be thanking them for. (laughs) But I want this story to be a four or six part series a la dear john betty brought you know i want this well this would be way better than may december for me yeah yeah or at some, least adults are in it the, well, the morning show yeah. to somehow incorporate this because it is like we couldn't have written that this would have happened and it genuinely shocked people and then people were like kind of shrugged their shoulders and they're yeah. like good for andrew Good for Marley. And the other sentiment, Marley got the better end of the deal with, with Andrew Shu. Mm-hmm. And but but for some reason or not, Amy fell out of love with him. They yeah, she yeah, fell yeah. out of love and they that did. happens. So that happens. But I do think at sitting back, because I listened to it right before we went to our remote the other mm-hmm. day in Hastings, and the drive isn't long for me, but I heard the entire um uh, podcast that Amy and TJ did where they're just going to tell the real truth about the timeline. And I took notes, Lori, I took so many yeah. notes and I'm believing them. But then now that, I mean, I have it right here. They've gone through a year of hell um, <sighs> and they have the most beautiful relationship. Oh, and then um, protest too much. And they didn't know they were going to be such a big deal and that the papers were going to follow and follow them. But the thing that I do realize now in hindsight is they don't have, they, they didn't give us anything. They right. just exposed us to their dirtery, really. Right, all their and dirty they, laundry. And it was such a bummer. It's a, such a wasted opportunity because I'm cheering for her. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally cheering for her because I like her. I want her to succeed. Yeah, well, guess what they do today? This is how we know <laughs> that they're mad. <laughs> okay, because this Andrew was just Shue. on Tuesday and today yeah, is Thursday. Thursday. Two days later. TJ Holmes posts on his Instagram. Oh, dear. They're laying down... Obviously, at one Still of their the hotel places. rooms. Yeah, they, maybe they live the together. Ho- yeah, and um, they're it, he's wearing an unbuttoned white shirt, so we can see the top of his chest. Okay. Her hand is resting on his bare chest as she um, poses next to him, and then they post a thing which is a reference 
to a Bible verse, and it says, No one formed against me shall prosper. Thank you all. So, and with that, look at the time. I know. We have a guest. And we're just going to hand that. If goodness. people want to analyze that and call us back later. Too, but I'm just saying. We could do a little Hollywood speaking later oh. in the show. Oh. We've got a really an exciting guest that yes. really has done a cool thing here in the Twin Cities. We're going to take a quick break. And this is Lori and Julia on My Talk. Hey, gang, Lori and Julia here for Hammernick's Flooring Solutions. And remember, the date today is, I believe, December 7th. You have 10 days left. If you want to get um, your flooring or hard surfaces, whatever it may be, installed before the holiday, um, all purchases before the 17th, if you do want it installed, they will make that happen for you. So you have um, another 10 days. And just a reminder, we're going to be there next Thursday, a week from today, week from today. at the gorgeous new Hudson location. Come out and see us. It really is a beautiful spot. And Santa's going to be there. And we're going to have some fun while we're there. Um, the flooring world is just so gorgeous. So many people have so many options now that we really never had before. And by doing the luxury wide plank um, vinyl flooring, which is you know, scratch proof, dent proof, this proof, that so proof. So nice. It looks so rich. And it looks so real and mm-hmm. waterproof for Minnesota. Um, go check out all the beautiful things that are happening. At Hammernix, tell them the girl sent you. All right, everybody. We are absolutely delighted to have Justin Atkinson with us. He, Justin wrote, produced, directed, shot, and edited the movie Bobby's Intermission, which takes place at the historic Valley High Drive-In Theater in Woodbury. And um, you have gotten rave reviews for this movie that you made all by yourself. Oh, well, thank you very With much. With a $7,000 budget. Yes, I, 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 it was my life savings. Uh, went to making this movie. I'm so excited about it. Thank you for having me here today. Thanks for coming in. Um, this is great. Okay, so how did you... Give us kind of the setup of the story about Bobby's Intermission. Yeah, so Bobby's Intermission is a family comedy about a young man named Bobby who dreams of being a filmmaker and making a short film to get into his dream film school one day. But his flaw is that he thinks he can do everything alone, doesn't think he needs any friends or any help. So one day he accidentally breaks his camera trying to make his film by himself, which forces him to get a job at the Valley High Drive-In Theater so he could pay his mom back for fixing mm-hmm. his camera. While he's there, he meets other people his age who help him make his film and maybe even teach him the value of friendship. It sounds, you know, I was reading your bio, so you grew up going to the Valley High. I did, yes. I saw my first movie there in 1989. It was Tim Burton's Batman. Epic movie yes. to see at a drive-in. With Michael Keaton, yep. Yeah, yeah, Michael Keaton, and I just, I the experience, it just stuck with me forever. My mom used to take me there all the time growing up. When I saw Jurassic Park there, oh. that was the one that made me want to make movies mm-hmm. in 1993, so... I wanted my first, whatever my fe- first feature film was, I wanted it to be a love letter to the Valley High Drive and to drive in movie culture in general. Yeah. One of the things that you, which really kind of caught me and it made me laugh and people of a certain age will remember this. When you went to the drive-in, they gave you this big, huge metal box that you would clip on to your window that was the speaker and i'm yes. just laughing at your thing your mom trying to roll up her sprint <laughs> her 1989 chevy spirit um 
roll up the window enough so mosquitoes wouldn't get in because you'd have some light somehow in your car and I could just see, get yep. them out of here. But I remember my dad back in the station wagon in and we'd put down the back and we'd all hang out at drive-ins, you know. It's, it is such a, such a memory as a child. It's very Americana, you know, drive-ins I don't think exist in any other country in the world. Or, that's they don't have that American much landscape. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. that much space. Right, exactly. And the thing about the mosquitoes, they still got through the window, you know, no matter how much, how far up we got it. But I'm sure it was true for you, you know, sitting in the back of the car. It's just such a fun experience to be there. It's like the mosquitoes don't, nothing can bother you. It doesn't bother you. So (laughs) how did you uh, find your cast? I mean, did you circle around in your group of friends or how did you cast your movie? So I held auditions at the R.H. Stafford Library in Woodbury. I just put out stuff on Facebook. I never knew that was the name of it until I read this. I always thought it was the Central (laughs) Library. Oh, well, it's in Central Park there. I always thought I read that today. I'm like, that's the name. Yeah. (laughs) So you just put the word out. Yeah, I just put the word out in different Facebook groups, different um, local casting Facebook groups we have here. And to my surprise, I got, you know, close to 100 actors all coming in to audition for this movie. And I didn't realize just how huge our talent pool here in the Twin Cities is. So many wonderful actors, they all want opportunities to be a part of something. And I came up, the the greatest cast ever. I couldn't have made this. It wouldn't be the same movie without each and every one of them who agreed to be in it. They're really astounding. I wish we could go Monday night, but I know know you're already sold out. You've got, because we read about this in the Pioneer Press in the... Star Tribune about a month ago that you were going to be doing two couple of showings on Monday, December 11th out in Woodbury yeah. for your movie, but it sold out, right? Well, actually, so there's the so we're having a screening on Monday, December 11th, and we have plenty of tickets left. Oh, oh you, you do? do? At, at, okay. the, at the Woodbury 10 Theater at 6 p.m., uh, there's actually a link to buy tickets on the Laurie and Julia. Yes, okay, thank uh, you. Page. And I, I love the Woodbury Tent Theater. All right, I'm glad yeah. that that was. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good and cozy. So it's just $9 for adults and $7 for t- kids and seniors. Um, and the time is a good time, an hour and 52 minutes. What I love about, you know, your story is that you just did it all yourself. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple friends help with sound, you mm-hmm. know, to hold the microphone mm-hmm. for me. But I produced it, directed it, wrote it, wow. shot it. Hey, Steven Smith. I know. That's how he started. Did you run it by anybody to say, is this even a good script? I mean, how did you even know it was good? You know, I'm not, I mean, it's your first time. So, like, how do you trust that? It's a very, it's a very good question. And uh, I just, you know, I I tried to make a movie that I would want to go see, Mm -hmm. especially when I was, you know, in high school. Like, to me, it's kind of a John Hughes movie a little bit, American Graffiti a little bit. And so I just used, you know, when you're making a movie, you have to be your own audience and you just hope that you hope that people like you're you're guessing you're you're, you're guessing that yeah. people will like. Now, it. have you shopped this on the film circuit? Like, has your movie been out and is someone going to pick this up? You know, I'm in the process of doing that now. You are, okay. In the process of meeting with different independent distributors to see kind of what the the best fit is. But I didn't want to I didn't want to wait until that happened. I wanted to. Be able so to show it, yes. The movie out there, and and to your point, we did have two sold out screenings back mm-hmm. in September, oh, right. which is why we wanted to do a third one because there's been so many people who love the Valley High Drive and yes. who didn't get a chance to see it, and they want to see it. So that's why we're and, doing this third screening. You know, people love coming of age stories. They really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just always just it hits in a certain way that is funny and sweet, and I love the idea of you being, you know. 
a John Hughes type of um, storyteller because I just think he was brilliant. Well, he was, and you know, the thing about coming of age stories, I watched so many of them while I was researching the the script. You know, I realize we're always coming of age. Yes, I, we are. Right? We're, no matter how old we are, we're always coming of age. We're always learning. Yeah, we're always <laughs> learning, and that's and John Hughes was so brilliant at at capturing that and mm-hmm. turning and making his teenage characters into human beings, not just you know kind of stereotypes. Yes, they're real people, and that's what I tried to do with the characters. And so, was your main kid, who I feel like is kind of you, was <laughs> that? Um, did you cast him first and then everybody else? Was that your most important actor to lock in? Yeah. So that was, it was so the, the actor I ch- uh, cast was name is David Griffith uh, from the twin cities here. A uh, wonderful actor. And they all auditioned around the same time, pretty much the same day. So I was lucky that I found all of you them at the same thing. time. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I met David, uh, when he auditioned, I just knew he had the talent to play Bobby and bring something else to the character that, is, as much as it's based on me, he brought a lot of himself to it as well. So, uh, and all the actors did that, mm-hmm. brought their own part of their personalities into it, and made the characters even richer than what I even wrote. I'm, I'm, cool. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your movie. And I, one of the things I read ahead, and what your next movie is going to be, mm-hmm. because you just take nostalgia and turn it upside down, because. <laughs> During these movies, you'd always have an intermission, or they'd tell you to go to the concessionary. And yeah, I remember yeah. going to movie theaters. There was one uh, out past Birch Park in Wisconsin, I remember going to, and we would, they'd have a swing set up there, and they'd have slides, and they'd have, you know, you'd hang out with all the kids before the movie started, remember? Yeah. And then, but you're doing it about an intermission, about the intermission jingles. Yeah. So you probably remember when you go to the drive-in, they would have these those little intermission trailers beforehand, like let's all go to the. Lodge. I took my yeah. kids to Valley that? High. I'm having flashbacks yeah. right now. Yes, of course I did. I'm just like I went to Valley. I and think it, it's only closed like last year or something, yeah. didn't it? Or two- yeah. So I I don't know what the what the uh, fate Same. of the driving will be mm-hmm. if at the Valley High will reopen, but I do know the owner very well. Mm-hmm. He's a very kind man. And, um, you know, I, I'm let so you lucky shoot there and everything. Exactly. I've gotten to know him over the years, just, you know, going there all the time. And he let us shoot there when, when, you know, they had to close for that one summer. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a tough business cause he, he works every day, yeah. you know, seven and days a week, all summer long, mm-hmm, no days off. Mm-hmm. So you sacrifice a lot when you own a drive in. And I just want to thank him because he's, he's a real gift that he, Is he listening? sacrificed so hi? much. Hi Bob, if you're listening. Hi Bob. Hi Bob. Love Bob. You. Um, what? So, what movies have you seen that? Because you worked at the Carmike, um, Carmike 15. I used to go there all of Regal Marcus. What was the one right there on 10? Yeah, that it you was. Uh, it was Carmike Cinemas. Yes, it's now a furniture store. I know it is. But it, yeah, at the time, it was it had the most uh, theater, most auditoriums in the uh, spent in a lot the of time state. there. Yeah, yeah, spent a lot of time there. It's a big theater. And yeah. do you do you, you say you continue to go to movies? All the time. Have you seen one recently that you think people need to see? You know, I just I just saw a movie a couple nights ago that I was I loved Godzilla minus one. Ah! This is a Japanese Godzilla movie, uh, so it's different from the Warner Brothers movies that have come out, but it is really good. It's really great characters, great story, very emotional. We watched the trailer stuff. the other yes. day. That fantastic. <laughs> And so, I'm not usually like that's not you, but I thought okay, if it's done well, yeah, it could be my movie. 
It is done very well. Yeah. It's a reboot, too, so you don't have to have seen anything else. Yeah, it's just its right. own thing. I recommend that one. It's really I love good. it. Well, we And how do people follow you, Justin? Do you have you, a website or something? Yeah, so my website is justinfilmsllc.com. And then I'm also uh, Justin Atkinson. You can find me on Facebook or on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, there. And I, I post a lot of stuff on there, too, about the movie. Bobby's Intermission also has its own Facebook and Instagram okay. pages as well. So you can Wonderful. follow the movie there, too. Bobby's I'm intermission. Keeping, keeping our fingers crossed that you get somebody who picks up this movie and I can't wait to see it. Everyone well, can you. see it. I mean, that sounds um, really promising that you're having all these discussions right now. So I hope they come true. Something happens. Oh, I really appreciate that. It's just, I, I wanted to make a movie because I have a son now. He's about a year old and I just wanted to teach him that someday when you have a dream, you have something you want to do. It's important to just do it. Oh, so, you're going to make us cry. I, wow. I, I, I want to thank my son, Ethan, you know, because Hi, he Ethan. really inspired. And he's an, he's an extra. So he already has his first, first, IM, credit. His first IMDb I'm, credit. All right. Took his dad a lot longer to get that. No, will you be getting up on Monday night? Are you going to introduce the movie for people who are going Monday night to the theater? Yeah, I will be there. Exactly. Okay. I'll be there and, um, you know, come up and talk. I'll, I'll be wearing a Justin Films hat. So that's when you, if you see a, a gentleman with a Justin Films baseball hat on, that's me. That's Come you. up and talk to me. I'd love to, I'd love to talk to you. Please meet your future Scorsese Spielberg. <laughs> I know it. I know oh, it. It's so nice. nice to meet you, Justin Atkinson. And the movie is Bobby's Intermission. You, there's a link on the Lori and Julia show page Grant put up, and it's also just easy to uh, get tickets. It's at the Woodbury 10 Theater. Starts at 6 o'clock on Monday night. What a treat for us. Oh, and best you. of luck. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for hanging out. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, oh, I have, we have to talk a little Fargo. Okay. Let's do Uh, it. Just a little bit. We'll be right back. Hey gang, it's Lori and Julia here for Learning Rx. And we have a nice testimonial from the parents of Caleb who went through the Learning Rx program at the Woodbury location. And he was diagnosed with dyslexia and also struggled with attention. Not meeting expectations in math, in reading, reading comp, or homework. And homework was just a complete battle at home. He enrolled in Learning Rx while he was in the fourth grade and had just completed his training. What a change! Exclamation mark. Caleb is now reading everything he would ask for help in the past. Now he reads with ease. In math, he was at the second grade level while he was in fourth grade. And he is, his teachers said, we've seen such huge improvements. Uh, he's gone from second grade level in math to now being um, up to fifth grade level. So we just know it works. It can work for your child. Call 952-949-6900. Mention Lori and Julius to get half off the assessment. Well worth your time and your money. That's Learning Rx. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. It's Monday. What a lovely man Justin Atkinson is. Mm-hmm. And thanks, Grant, for setting that up. The movie's Bobby's Intermission next Monday at the Woodbury 10. I mean, you... This is a limited, a, yeah. a limited viewing opportunity. Yeah. yeah, I was looking at tickets. I would say maybe just under half of the theaters left. So yeah. you okay. got not there's not a lot of and all the good seats are gone. Right, they are. So, but still, but still you know, a lot of good opportunity. Yeah, a lot of good opportunity. Grant, can I just hear a little of that music? Oh yeah, in Trinibec, absolutely. And Yoko Ono, the Plastic Ono Band, and the Harlem Community Choir singing "Happy Christmas, War Is Over." It is number one on rock streaming and about number 18 on the Billboard Wow, Hot 100. Such Jingle a, Bell Rock it's, is it's, still at the top. This has always been such this a This is a great song, song, and also, you know, tomorrow night will be the, I don't know first, what year it is. Know, uh, 1980. First, yeah, 1980, First Avenue, Curtis A. doing his uh, London tribute show at First Avenue. 
on a Friday night. And they do always sing this song, and everybody sings along to every song anyway. But this is a great night. If you love Beatles, you love John Lennon, you've never gone to this show, Curtis A and all the band, they just, they, they, as the kids say, slay. They slay. They slay. <laughs> they slay. They slay, slay, they slay. Okay, so. so I was just saying, when we come back, let's talk about Fargo. Oh, and, yeah. And Justin said he just rewatched the movie and forgets how absolutely funny that movie is and that it still holds up. Oh, yeah, it's so it good. And yeah. Melissa Peterin. And how about her on The Voice? Yeah. I mean, I think she is living her best, best life this year. What a fun, fun year for her. Um, That show is... So have you watched? Uh, I'm I'm three, three episodes because the fourth one just aired this week. Yeah, I think we're in. We might have watched the fourth. Wow! Wow! Juno Temple. Wow! Is incredible. John Hamm. I mean, it's to me this season really Noah Hawley has captured the first movie, the whole essence of that movie, because it is heart poundingly good and crazy. It's. It's so We hot. hadn't Every... watched it. I forgot about watching it because sometimes you just always go to the streamers to find things to watch and you forget about good old FX. But you can rewatch this on Hulu. Oh, um, I it's... just DVR. Yeah, I know. But I f- sometimes it is so good. So good. I'm putting lotion on my legs right now. And Lori's like, what? But what, what is you... that huge bruise um, that's going on? Did I, you it... get spanked Lori, with a pickleball I... paddle? First of all, you wouldn't believe how many people are wearing protective glasses. Well, they should. On the pickleball court. And I just want to let people know when you're ordering them, they come in all different shapes, shapes and sizes. And the biggest thing is when you're, you sweat a lot and there's a brand, and it's not expensive, but it's one of the brands out there, but it has on the, the top of the frame, it has holes in, the, like there's the frame and then there's a Genius. hole and then there's yeah. the thing. You can get those it. at Menards. Vents it out. Yeah, well, it's I know, for people you, who are like doing like, uh, like, there's different maybe but you need it to be lightweight and you need it to of course, stay on of course you know? of course so they were really nice ones so i was just i was just lotioning and polishing but i mean what my did legs. you do to your leg that you have such a huge bruise i want to know who's Lori, if who's i look at something funny. i lose. now you you, you know my mother mm, yeah so we're going to have to be saying this bruise. we can't say this every day cuz this is going to be me for the next 30 okay. years of my life or how many um, I have left. Uh-huh. We are bruisers. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, going back to Fargo. Yes. So Juno what, Temple's amazing. Amazing, but the the Halloween episode, which I think was the third episode, when they're trick or treating. Did you see that one? Grant, did you see I that don't one? Think the I third have. one? No, no. The Halloween. You guys no, we behind. haven't seen it then yet. So we're behind. Yeah. Okay, yeah. maybe I've only seen two. Yeah, yeah. I've only seen. Yep. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that one. But I think you're right, Lori. It is the essence of. Following this cast of characters who get involved with the murder uh, investigation in this small Minnesota town and the crime, the crimes seem to be unrelated to each other, but yet they're, we know they're going to be connected in some way. Oh, it's just, it's really good. Yeah, It is so good. And John Hamm is so good at being so icky. Uh, yeah, isn't he? He really is. He really <laughs> yes, is. Man. Now, I just want to tell everybody that Lori had to scream today. Well, well, as we sit in the double white and prep for our show, yeah. Um, Lori just 
looks at pictures and reads headlines and gives us commentary. <laughs> that isn't all it, I do. But I mean, you're reading too, but you you tend to to do it all out loud. Yeah. And so she comes across a picture. <laughs> We've gone through the whole color purple premiere. If you want to see those pictures, Oprah Winfrey, we think, had a breast reduction. For sure looks, she had a breast reduction. Looks amazing. Yeah. But that's just kind of what we're thinking. you got to see those pictures. But you came across something from someone that we just loved and went crazy for. And what was the picture? I don't know. Emily in Paris. Oh, oh yes. Lucas Bravo. <laughs> the hot guy. The chef. Chef from Emily in Paris. Mm-hmm. He, he, I don't know what happened to him, but they oh, started whoa. filming January right after the holiday. They're starting to film Emily in Paris. We're not going to remember that came out in December. So he has a month to get in shape, shave whatever is going on on his chin <laughs> off, do some sit-ups, do some sit-ups and work on his posture before they start filming <laughs> in Paris on January 10th. Oh my gosh. Oh. It is is that when it he only has till January 10th. Oh, That's when it. filming starts. Oh, Where man. was he at that we saw this photo? Well, I'm very disappointed in a lot of our Hollywood stars, Joy, you're right now. <laughs> but just let's focus on Lucas Bravo cuz well, this one is this one is like what? He was in Saudi Arabia at something called the uh Saudi Saudi Film Festival, oh. which Saudi Arabia is just underwriting film festivals and paying people as much as a million dollars to attend their festivals so that all these Hollywood stars can just forget about their Killing of Khashoggi, human rights, gay. I mean, they're a terrible nation. Well, uh-huh. they've done this with golf. We give live. you live yes, golf. Yes, yes. They're trying to do this with soccer. Yep. Yeah. They're trying to do this with tennis. So Lucas was on the red carpet. He needed a million dollars quick. I don't know that he got paid a million, but I'll drop some big names who might have got paid a million. <laughs> okay, let's decide if they're worth it. All right, she got a million. Johnny Depp. He got a million. Yeah. Um, Sharon Stone. I can't even believe Sharon Stone went. She got a million. Michelle Williams went. I think of these people. Maybe they need. No. Yeah. I mean. Mm-mm. And then when Goop was there, she gave a speech about her Goop business. Well, first she said she'd never seen Avengers Endgame or any of that. Oh, yeah. And right. um, are those the movies she's in? Those are the two only. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, she just talked about her product, and she can't wait for it to be sold in Saudi Arabia. <gasps> okay, well, back and to... And Will Smith and Jamie Foxx were also there. Well, he didn't work for you. I mean, wow. Yeah. Hollywood's they probably divided hate, on this they one. They probably hate that the cameras go, too. Yeah, the cameras well, have eyes. They mm-hmm. don't They don't mind showing up for it. They, uh, they Halle Berry? We know she needs the money. Hi.